so I want to be grateful to God this, this, this afternoon, chapter 12, to come and share and close us in a moment of prayer. Amen. Pastor, I'm going to bless God for you for giving the opportunity to share God's word. Amen. We are now entitled to the pulpit. This is Pastor's pulpit. Amen. Amen. So we, we dare you to come and do whatever things he wants us to do. So giving us opportunities to share is, is a blessing, it's an opportunity. And so we, we don't take it lightly in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Most times they, they, they say the end matters, right? Yes. Sometimes when you start doesn't really matter, but the end matters. Amen. Amen. And so um, today I want to be sharing, we'll be hearing a lot of great teaching uh, during the month on prayer. Amen. Prayer is important. I got three questions I want to ask. Uh, the three questions. The first one. Is prayer being answered? That's the first question. So it's on a general, not from us as better DFD on a general level. Is is prayer being answered? That's the first question. Right? And I see I, I didn't want you to answer. I see a lot of people saying yes, prayer is being answered. Okay. So so the, the question two, is prayer being answered or not? So one, is prayer being answered? Is prayer not being answered? The, the, the main question is if prayers are being answered, why prayer meetings are empty? Amen? Amen. Because if something is working, if something is being answered, then prayer meetings will be full. Right? But if you go to church, and this is not particular better than the other, every church around, if church may have a thousand members, prayer meeting will be less than 100. Amen? Uh, and I took this from the late Mars Morrow, right? Mars Morrow said prayers are not being answered. That's why prayer meetings are empty. And I agree with him. Amen? I agree with him that prayers are not being answered. So people don't come to prayer. Because if prayer is being answered, you call prayer service and say, everybody will come. Because they know when they come to prayer, when they're living and living with a solution. Amen? So prayers are not being answered. I'm not saying God is not. God is answering prayer. Generally, amongst us, when you put all the believers together, God will all we pray. God will answer every one of us. But everyone prayer is not being answered. So people see prayer as a burden. Amen? So people don't want to come to church to pray because it's a burden. Why am I going to something I've been praying? There are so many believers that have been praying, praying. You haven't seen a result. You've been praying for I don't know how many years. You haven't seen an answer yet. Hallelujah. Do I have a witness? There are many people praying, no answer. So the way our prayer is supposed to be answered is that we answer that way. Uh, I love two people when it comes to prayer. One person is spirit with us. He, 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 he was, this guy was a plumber. He did not end high school. Amen. He was a plumber. But he raised about 14 heads through his ministry. Amen. Including his wife. He raised somebody who is a plumber. So God, when it comes to prayer, God doesn't respect your education. He doesn't respect your time. He doesn't respect anything when it comes to it. So this man, listen, look at the number of people he brought back to life through prayer. And this guy didn't pray, you know, the way so that we can pray. Protected means. This guy, this guy, he put the dead on the wall and turned around and said, Follow me. 
and lock him into the, into the dead body and walk behind him. That's the kind of person he was. He didn't pray to say, Pedro, spare him for two minutes. It's good to pray long. And I say it's not good to pray long. But, and, he's, and you know what he said? He said, to pray two times for one thing is unbelief. You don't pray two times for one thing. You pray one time for one thing. So you see how prayer, right? That's that's prayer. He's a prayer person. And that's why when he raised before he didn't know how many people got healed under his ministry from, from, from various things. Smith, I mean, um, Kenneth Haley wrote, he said he prayed. And in his prayer, he was having, because prayer, and we're talking about pastor already discussed the essence of prayer. He said, with prayer, it's actually communicating, right? So if you pray and you don't communicate, then you need to pray again because a true prayer, God speaks to you when you pray. You communicate with God. Yeah. Hallelujah. So Kenny Higgin was fellowshipping with God in prayer, and God was giving him some instructions at this point. And then this rat just came up and started making noise. So he wasn't hearing the direction that God was giving him. And so he didn't do anything. He still. And God is still giving him some expression. God speaking to him, you know, but he's not here. He's missing out some things. So he said, Lord, that the rat is disturbing. I'm not hearing. I'm not getting what you're saying in this book. And then the Lord told him, he said, I'm not going to stop the rat. You got the power. You already have the authority to deal with the rat. So if you don't deal with the rat, it's up to you. And then he said, you rat, I command you to die. And the rat fell down and died. Place got quiet and he started to, to hear again. So I don't want to tell you and give you some appetite when it comes to prayer. What prayer can do? Prayer is powerful. And prayers are not being answered the way it ought to be answered. So believers see it as a burden. Believers see it as a little formality. Believers see it like a weight, right? It hold you down. So that's the time the church is empty when it comes to prayer. That should not be our portion in Jesus' name. I want to I want to minister today on the topic, prayer with fasting. This is our month of prayer, right? Prayer with fasting. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word. May you give us understanding. May you give us wisdom. May you direct us, Lord. That your word will fall, that your word will fall on fertile soil. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Prayer with fasting. Now, we we'll use Matthew 6, 5 to 7 as our text. And I'm going to read. It said, and when you pray. So, Jesus is the one speaking. And when you pray, you shall not be like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, you can read a passage, right? I'm not considered. The only three things that I'm picking up in these three verses, when you pray. So, verse 5 says, it begins with, and when you pray. Verse 6 says, but when you pray, verse 7 says, and when you pray, hallelujah. So those words are key. Go read the scripture because I don't want to keep too long. Now, so Jesus said, he said, and when you pray, right? He said, and if you pray. So prayer is not an option. It's not, I mean, it's not optional for the believer. Right? So Jesus is speaking. He said, and if you pray, it wasn't an option he was giving. He said, and when you pray. So that means, if you did English, he said, and when you pray, means you're supposed to be praying. Hallelujah. 
is something you're supposed to do. It's a requirement to take a test to pass the course. Hallelujah. Amen. So in verse 5, he said, and when you pray, don't be like the hypocrite with no other time. Then he said in verse 7, for when you pray, but when, and then verse 7 said, and when you pray. So three times he emphasized the importance of prayer in this passage. In every believer, prayer should not be optional for you. Prayer is very powerful. Now, I'm putting with fasting because now prayer is very powerful. And fasting is powerful too. So when you mix the two together, you're bound to get results. And I will show you in scripture where prayers were not answered, but when, when fasting added to prayer, there were results. Hallelujah. So, and, if, and one reason why a lot of prayers are not being answered, I will tell you for, uh, for sure, is because of fasting, lack of fasting. Amen. Lack of fasting. Fasting looks very simple, but it's very powerful. So in the month of prayer, that would mean, you know, a lot of teaching about prayer, you know, encouraging people about prayer, include fasting with prayer to get results. Hallelujah. So prayer, prayer, again, as I said, it, it, it is interacting with God for his will to prevail, not our will. Uh, Proverbs 19.21 says, Many are the plans of a man. Many are the plans of a person, but the Lord purpose prevails. So whenever I pray, I'm telling God, Lord, even though I have this plan, this is my plan for my life as an individual. But I pray so your purpose can prevail. So if your purpose lies in God's plan, then when you pray, you get results, right? Because God is not concerned about your, your, your purpose. God is not concerned about your plan. He's concerned about his purpose to prevail. Hallelujah. Amen. So we as believers, we need to, our plan, our purposes to fall in love with God's plan for us to get answered. So again, some prayers are not being answered because they are under the purpose of God. They are under God's plan. So you pray, you don't get answered because it's under God's plan. Hallelujah. Fasting is abstaining from food and drink for a specific period of time. What you say today, I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to drink. For a particular time, for a particular purpose. Amen? For a while, a particular purpose. I'll give you the story. In Esther chapter, chapter 14. Now, Esther 14, if you read verses 15 to 16, I'll read that quick. It said, Then Esther sent reply to Mordecai, Go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. So it was a continual fast. Most of our fast will break. She said, Don't eat or drink three days, dry fast. Hallelujah. <laughs> and then she said, And my attendance will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the Lord. And if I perish, I perish. Now, if you understand the passage, right? It was a time where Haman, right? Haman, he had played, he had played evil against the, the, the Israelites, I mean the Jews. Haman put some plans together. 
And, and he went to the king, the planning evil to, to, to the plan was to destroy the Jews. And Mordecai heard the plan. And so he went in ashes and sackcloth. He was, he was mourning, he fasted because of the evil play against the Jews, against the children of God. And so Esau saw him and she said her servant to go see what's going on with Mordecai. And Mordecai told the plan. And so this is why she told Mordecai. She said, go, I mean, she told her servant, go tell Mordecai to tell the people to fast with me. Three days, that's fast. And after the fast, I will go show myself to the king. Now, there is something particular about showing myself to the king. Now, if the king did not invite you, you enter the king's presence, you were dead. Hallelujah. No matter whether you were, no matter who you are, the king was in his palace, a high palace, and you enter his presence. You were, you were, most time people die, or he will stretch that word to you, then, he is, then it, will, it will be a grace or a lie not to die. So Esther is taking, I mean, Ruth is taking risks with her life. Hallelujah. But what she did, she fasted first. Right? They said, go fast. She fasted. And after the fast, now, I want to be clear. Most times, right, in the, when you compare in the, in the New Testament, when you hear the word fast, most times we will fast and pray. In the Old Testament, it was, uh, it was separate, right? So people fasted. I, I, I know that if you fasted, you pray, right? But just to clarify that. So fasting goes most of here in the New Testament with fast and prayer. Old Testament, they fasted. And then sometimes they would join prayer. So uh, uh, she's taking risks with her life. But fasting, because of fasting. Now, if you go to, if we go to verse 5, right? I mean chapter 5. So yeah, so she fasted three days and three nights and went to the king. Now it was the grace of God and because of fasting that she got the answer she wanted. Now it was her life. Her life was on the line. She could die. But she took the breaks. And in chapter 2, verse 5, after the fast and prayer, then Esther appeared to the king. And then listen, verse 2 says, it said, when he saw, it referring to the king, when he saw Queen Esther, now, when he saw Queen Esther standing in the court, he was pleased with her. He was what? Pleased with her. And held up to hold the gold scepter that was in his hand, which means you will live. Right? And listen to what comes after. He said, Esther. So, I mean, so Esther approached, uh, so Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter. Then in verse 3. Then the king asks, what is it, Queen Esther? And then he said, what is your request? Then listen to the good part. He said, even up to half of the kingdom, I will give it to you. Even if you tell me now you want half of my kingdom, I will give it to you. <laughs> it was because of fasting. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So fasting is powerful. Amen. Because of fasting. So if you pray, and you've been praying for something who has no answer. Have you fasted? Have you joined with fasting to get a result? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Fasting, fasting is so powerful. So, so, so it, that tells me that this thing about fasting that we overlook is, some of, is one of the reasons why people are not getting results, why the church is not getting results. Because we are only praying, praying, but not fasting alone with prayer. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So fasting is a it's an upward activity. It's not a spiritual but basics is it's a physical I mean activity that impacts our inward man, our spiritual man, our desire. It impacts us. It has a good effect on us. And as I said, if you miss fasting with prayer, your life is bound. Your prayer will never go up and come without an answer. Hallelujah. And, 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 and in the New Testament, in Acts chapter 13, verse 3, we see fasting being mentioned with prayer. In Acts 33, the apostles they fasted and prayed, then they laid hands on Paul and Barnabas, and they sent them out. Hallelujah. There's a widow woman who was widowed for about 44 years. She was widowed. This woman, in Luke 2:37, the Bible says she worshiped God day by day, fasting and praying. So she was not just praying. She was fasting and praying. Now I want to be, I want to be short. We're talking about prayer. How to get prayer. On, I mean, your prayer to be unhindered. Hallelujah. How to get your prayers to be answered. So the first thing that I want to do, we've talked about this. I mean, I've talked about prayer. Pastor, we've talked about prayer. Powerful messages. Amen. So you know the importance of prayer. I'm telling you the importance. I'm talking about what I'm telling you today is about fasting. So putting fasting with prayer. So that is why the first thing I will give you four things that fasting does when you include it into prayer. The first thing, fasting humbles an individual. Amen. Fasting does what? It humbles an individual. Now, Psalms 35 verse 13. This is David. And listen to what David said. He said, Yet when they were ill, I put on sackcloth and humbled myself with fasting when my prayers return to me on answer. So you get what David said? He said, when I pray, I didn't get answer. When I pray, when people were sick and laying here, they didn't get healed. I added fasting to my prayer to humble myself to get an answer. Amen. So listen, Amen. Look at David, 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 if David prayed, and he get answered. I know you can talk about all David wicked that we agree. But the scripture says David was a man after God's heart. God said, David is a man after my heart. So, despite all David wickedness, I don't care about that. God said, David is a man after my own heart. So, if a man after God had prayed and he can't get answer, and he got to fast, then you must know what fasting can do. Hallelujah. Because David, it was the only person that God said David was after a heart. But this man, he said, well, I didn't get answered. I fasted, but in a means of humbling myself to get my results. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen to what Israel said again. When the Israelites were in Babylon, and they were about to return to Jerusalem, right? Israel was coming back to Jerusalem with a couple of family heads, right? So, so Israel in 21 and 23, this is what he said. You can read a whole chapter to get context, right? So Israel said, There by the Havia Canal, I proclaim a fast. He proclaimed a fast, right? So that we might humble ourselves. He said, I proclaim a fast so that we might humble ourselves before our God. And ask him for a safe journey for us and our children and our possession. So fasting, as I said, 
humbles us before God. Hallelujah. And in 1 Thessalonians 2, he said, I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and housemen to protect us from our enemies on the road because we had told the king already that the gracious hand of our God is on everyone who looks to him. So he's scared to ask the king because they have proclaimed the goodness of God already. So, so you know, the king will ask him, but after you say the gracious hand of God, why are you want soldiers? So he understood, he remembered that I've already told the king that the gracious hand of God is upon us. And his wrath is upon those that are against him. Amen. So Israel said, I was afraid to go to the king. So what he did, he called a fast and prayer. He said, people, you know what? We're about to take a journey. And this journey, it may be dangerous. So we need to humble ourselves before God so he can answer us. Amen. And so they declare a fast and prayer. And in verse 23, it says, So we fasted and petitioned our God about this, and he answered our prayer. Fasting. Now, if you're humble, your prayers cannot be answered. Yeah? From what we understand, and let me let me prove it to you in scripture. 2 Chronicles 7 14. When you read that scripture, what it say? It said, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. So if you're not humble, God will not hear your prayer. You're not getting answered. That's the scripture, that Bible. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. So when you humble yourself and pray, your prayer will be answered. If you humble yourself, no answer. <laughs> Hallelujah. And people, that's what David understood. David said, when my prayer come on answer, I fast. Hallelujah. Believers, fasting humble you before God. And when you are humble, the scripture says, now, if we, this scripture is so powerful. If you read it, you look at it. It means that humility is a requirement for an answer prayer. Hallelujah. Humility is what? A requirement for answer prayer. So you now humble, you pray, 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 yes, and yes, and yes. You'll be praying and be wasting your time because you're not humble before God. Hallelujah. So the solution. All my point, I got a solution. The solution is fast to humble yourself before God and pray for an answer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The second thing that fasting does is that fasting returns us to God. Fasting does what? It returns us to God. Now, many of us have gone far from God. In this country, people believe in the inheritance the, the education, the jobs, and everything. That not, if you're not a Christian, if you don't understand, you will not depend on God for anything. Hallelujah. Because people, people say, well, I got my paycheck. You guarantee your paycheck. So the dependency on God is being taken away. And in a society today, nobody cares. A lot of, lot, the, the, the society in general does not care about God anymore. Hallelujah. People are going far away from God. Now, if you fight for God, then you expect God to answer you? No. Huh? What J4 is it? Who can put J4 in? Join here to God, and he will join here to you. So if you go fight for God, he will go fight for you. So when you pray, you fight away from God. Your dependency is not on God. 
You are away from God. You don't consider God. You only come to God when you have problems. Then you want God to answer. Let me tell you something. God doesn't answer. All. Not every prayer we pray, God answer. God doesn't answer everybody's prayer. He will answer everybody's prayer in the context that if you are a sinner, you pray for repentance, he will answer that prayer and, 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 and give you mercy. Hallelujah. But he doesn't answer all the prayer, the unbelief for everybody praying, he answer everything. Because if he answer everything, he will be contradicting his word. Hallelujah. So we must be as believers for our prayers to be answered. We must be close to God. Hallelujah. Be what? Tell your neighbor, say, be close to God. Don't be far away. Hallelujah. If I, if I, I, I saw him on, right? If I had, if I had a child back home, right? And that child doesn't even listen to me. And I hear my other children here. Who you think? Naturally, who you listen to most? The one that's closer to you, right? You, you, you still love the other child, but the child is far away. Not everything he will even call you. But even if he call you everything, so you can't even solve it because of the distance, right? You will, you'll be on the, the one that's closer to you. You can meet the needs at all times. Apply that to God. When you when you go away from God, when you don't consider God anymore, you feel that well, God, I don't care. I can go to work. I can push in the time clock and get my pay. Or my parents give me inheritance. Or I'm educated. Or I have a good career. Or I have this and that. So I don't need you. The day I need you, I will come to you. When you need God, the day you need Him, you cannot be there to answer your prayer. Now let me tell you this: God is a God of mercy. He can He can choose to do anything. Nobody can question Him. So He can choose to answer anything. Hallelujah! But I'm just giving you a God can choose His mercy. Could say, "Well, I will answer my daughter's prayer today, or I will not answer it." Hallelujah! But many prayers are not answered because people there is a distance. There is no intimacy between us and God. But fasting will bring it, will, will create that intimacy, will return us to God. And here is a scripture in Joel 2.12. He said, even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Oh, let me tell you another thing. Fasting is not also optional. I didn't tell you. Fasting is commanded in scripture. Hallelujah. God commands us to fast. It's not optional. So when we make it optional, then we, we subtract some things from us. So yeah, look at God. God is telling people in Joel, he said, declare the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, weeping, and with mourning. Hallelujah. So God won't fast. And fast, God said, it returns us to him. It, it, it restores the relationship that was broken. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It rebuilt it. But I want us to continue because sometimes we get, we get, we, we, got, we, we can make some good reason why certain people shouldn't fast and certain people should fast. Hallelujah. Right. Yeah. But if, but if I will answer the question, let this leave verse sixteen, the same chapter, Joel two sixteen. He said, "Gather the people, consecrate the assembly, bring together the elders." Gather the children, so the elders, the children also bring them to fast. Hallelujah. Most of the time we fast, we lead our children up. We say the children also to fast. But he said, bring the, gather the children. The nursing baby, the mother, all, oh, whether you get it, but you're nursing baby, come fast. Hallelujah. Yes, they say, oh, 
God fait des choses à qu'un cas. Or because I bless him, they fast. Is your own excuse? The scripture says, he says, bring them. The nursing baby, let the bridegroom, even if you got married today, and the church declare fast, go lead your wife, lead, it, lead everything. It will not run away. Hallelujah. It will not run away. You stay there, you'll come out and get it. But leave it for the time. We come and fast and pray to restore the relationship, to bring you back to God. Hallelujah. Fast, he said, in the prayer of a dressing room, leave the dressing room, you'll put a dress one side. You'll go fast. After the fast, hold on, don't play a wedding with a church or you'll be fasting. Because you, you, you will leave a wedding, go fast. When you finish fasting, you come back and continue the wedding. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And he said, let the priest, in verse 17, he said, let the priest who minister before the Lord weep between the portico of the altar. Let them say, spare your people. Hallelujah. Amen. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, a bad word amongst the nations. Hallelujah. Fasting, it returns us to God. So when we be praying and praying and praying, and we need to get answer, fast and pray so that you can get humble and so that you can that relationship between you and God can be reestablished. Then when you pray, God hears you and answers you. God removes the reproach. There are some of us as believers we got there's some reproaches that are being found in us. Listen, God can remove the reproach if we seek his face and fast. Hallelujah. Amen. And then when we are close to God, when we pray, He will hear us. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, if you read the passage, if you read James 5, 5, 5, 16, what it says? It says the effectual prayer of the righteous and deliverance. Right? The, 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 who, the righteous, they say the unrighteous. So if you're closer to God, you got a right in the relationship with God when you pray in the bills. If you're not righteous, you pray, your prayer will go start in the morning, in the middle of the night, and say, what are you Drop it back down. It will not pass. Your prayer will not pass. You know, there are levels, right? You know, there are levels in the heaviness. There are heavenly levels. The demon, then they got a ring up there. And when your prayer doesn't go up with power, they will block it. It will not come, it will, it will not pass the, the rim to go to God. Go in the last ring, the third heavens. The demons operate in the second heaven. The one you see up there that will see that the first level. That the first level will see look at the sky at like the first level. And they play, they play the other, they don't, they don't even reach the other one. But the satanic powers, they operate in the highest. So if your prayer doesn't go with power, they block it. It doesn't pass. So fasting will restore your relationship, and as you pray, your prayer goes with power that they can stand before it. Hallelujah. Amen. The third thing, I don't want to keep too long. The third thing that fasting does is that fasting is seek God for direction. When you fast, you seek God for direction. So when you pray, a lot of people you pray, you don't even know what you're praying for. How will you get answer when you don't know what you pray for? You have no idea about what is going on. So you just wasting, you know, let it in the the water. But as soon as you hear the sun inside, you just start shooting. You don't know what you should just start shooting. <laughs> wasting ammunition. So a lot of believers were wasting ammunition because there were no direction. We get no lead, no, we know what happening. So we pray, 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 pray. And we're not even praying for the main thing that we're supposed to pray for. So what we think which kind of problem. When they wish on the second because what if they want to bring us? <laughs> we will know what go on with you. But because no direction will put everything on the wish that the wish again. Or that the other one again. Listen, 
pray, when you fast and pray, it takes you in a place where you lean on God for knowledge. You lean on God for direction. God guides you. He gives you wisdom and understanding. Hallelujah. Look at Moses. The Bible says when you read Exodus 34, 28, when Moses, it said Moses fasted. When Moses were thinking about granting a commandment for the Israel life, he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. He was in the presence of God. And in his presence, God directed him. And he was able to write the Ten Commandments. Today, because of Moses being in God's presence, that Ten Commandments, it, it guides us today as believers. He was in God's presence. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We must be in God's presence. We must be in the realm of the Spirit. Amen. Because, listen, if you're in God's presence and God is directing you, he will show you things. He will tell you exactly what is happening, and you will know how to direct your prayer. Now, I, I, I um, used to be in the I mean, deliverance ministry, and there was this, there was one, there was this scenario. I was in the room of, uh, I think it was either John Kunku or Pastor Dakaru. They share, you know, this experience. There was a deliverance they were carrying for this person, a lady. And the deliverance went for a couple of days, because most time before they have even had deliverance, have a couple of days fasting and praying before they were entering to go through a deliverance. And so this person, the deliverance was not proceeding the way it was to go. The demon could not leave that person. They prayed for days, I think seven days, and that demon could not let that person go. And so he went back to God and went for direction. He decided to take another fast and seek God to ask God, what was the reason? And, and God, as he was praying, God just gave me the name of the demon that was, that, 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 that was possessing that woman. He just got the name. The name came clear. And then when he went back and nursed him for the prayer, he just called the demon here and said, you go. And the woman got loose straight. The demon left her. Now the one week, pray, 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 there was no result. But the name, he knew the name, and he spoke to the name of that demon, and told the demon to go and walk her loose. She got free. Why I said this, if you don't know what is bothering you, yeah. how will you pray to get answered? Huh? You just pray, Father, I thank you, Father, I bless you. Wow. Pray, you just pray all over the place. God doesn't answer that kind of prayer. When you just pray all around the place, you pray for them, then you pray for that other way. No, 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 we must be deliberate. If we need answer, we must be deliberate. That way, I believe the one that said, name it, clip it, right? That way, you know the situation, because that's a big argument. They say, whether name it, clip it, whether it's scripture or not. But in this, in this situation, that way, I believe it. Because I know the name of the situation. I know what exactly is bothering me. So I can speak to the name of that thing and say, you, I command you to go in Jesus' name. Amen. And be set free. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll tell you another story about this lady. She had been praying. She had been, her life was not progressing. Every time there was something called failure at the edge of breakthrough. You know, it's that thing where when you think you're almost there, you almost think almost about to happen, then you go back to square zero. You start over again. You fight for what you try to play. When you're almost there, your life goes back. That was the situation she was in. And, and she decided to fast and pray for God to direct her, for God's guidance. And so she was fasting. She completed this fast. And she fasted and prayed. And that night, when she went to bed, and one thing she was fasting for, 
is Jeremiah. Man. She used, used the scripture, the word is there, Jeremiah 33, 3, where God said, call on me and I will answer you and tell you quick and unsearchable things. The secret things. And I will pray, Lord, I need deliverance. I can't continue like this. Show me the secret things of my life. And that was a prayer. Lord, show me the secret things of my life. And she went to bed that night and she had this dream. And, and in a dream, God showed her some things and he just, I mean, the dream just said, there was some things she saw and the dream said, go ask your uncle. Hallelujah. The one, she was determined for her solution. She was determined for her result. The next day, she told her she went in the interior to her uncle. God already did it in the realm of the spirit. So when she, when she asked her uncle, her uncle told her, her uncle said, follow me. Her uncle took her to the tree, on the a tree. There was a goat tied to the tree. And the, her uncle said, you know what? This goat, this goat, your destiny, everything about you is in this goat. As long as this goat lives, you will never succeed. You will try everything you can, but you will not succeed. Because everything about you is tied into this goat. So she asked her uncle, but the goat doesn't die. Her uncle told her, before the goat died, I transfer it to another, I bring another goat and transfer it into this goat. So they, they would go with, when they want to die, I will bring another one transfer it. She went back. She didn't blame her uncle. She didn't call all the people around that her uncle was a wish because she knew that God was working. She knew what she had prayed for. So she went back and prayed. And her deliverance, that goat out of there died. God delivered her because of her fasting with prayer. I don't know why pulling you back. Go to God, tell God, Lord, show me the secret of my life. Amen. Let God understand and God's direction be upon you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then you're not waste bullets. We don't need to be wasting bullets. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't be wasting our time. Some of us, we, 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 that's why people don't even want to come to church because how will people come to pray? When you're in a church, you're all the thing about no answer. That's why making prayers are not being answered. Hallelujah. Amen. And the last thing I want to bring to us is when it comes to fasting, I say I have four things. Fasting brings freedom. Fasting brings what? Freedom. When you pray and you add fast to it, it brings freedom. Hallelujah. In a, in, 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 uh, before, before I go to this passage, right? Fasting, as I said, and I want to emphasize, it's a, it's a physical activity, right? It, but it has a spiritual impact on your life. It builds you up spiritually. So, so God, and, and we look at Deuteronomy 9, I mean 5 verse 9, I want to read this. God is saying, saying, you shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a generous God, punishing the children for the sin of of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. So, so uh, fasting helps us to address those deep and ugly sins in our lives. Fasting helps us to untie demonic cords that have been holding us back. They tie untie us when we fast and pray. Those demonic chains and cords are untied and broken. We are set loose through fasting. Amen. And so the reason I read this scripture is because many of us as believers, we are working on a bondage. Some reasons, not yet. We even have no idea about how that bondage came upon us. Amen. It's not your fault. 
You were not the one that committed that sin. Some of us, we suffer from some of the things our parents did. Amen? We suffer from it. And it affects us. So people are walking in bondages. And to set yourself loose, you must be able to fast and pray. Hallelujah. Fasting will bring you deliverance and freedom. So if God can punish, so that means there's some things somebody did, especially adultery, worshiping false God. That was one of the big things God mentioned. And if you people, some of us, we come from a place where we got to, our ancestors did all kinds of things. Worship all kinds of idols and, 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 and sacrifice blood, kill people, innocent people, and other stuff. So it, it can hinder us as believers. Now let me tell you, let me be, I want to be balanced. In Joshua 31, God said, because there was a party 31 to the now where the party there was a scene where the fathers ate sour grapes and the children ate sour. So God said, no, you know what? As you guys come back from Babylon to Jerusalem, no more. I will hold everybody for the sin. So if you see, you will die for your own sin. Your parents will not die for your sin. However, if you heard things that are called, called curses, there are generational curses, there are self-imposed curses, and different kinds of curses that can hold us back. Hallelujah. So fasting will break loose and give us freedom. Amen. Amen. Even if there will be other things, even spiritually, it may not even be a curse. But fasting frees us from the yoke of the devil. The devil is not pleased. The devil will always fight you as a believer. The devil play for your life to destroy you. The Bible says the thief coming down to but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So the devil play is to destroy you. He doesn't feel sorry for you. Hallelujah. His play is to destroy you. And so he brings all kinds of things to hinder us from enjoying the goodness of God. So if you are not a believer that fast, you will not be free. But the devil will always use his, use his yokes to encamp, to entrap us. So in order for us to be free and set and deliver, in order for our prayers to be answered and give us freedom, we must include fasting with our prayers. Hallelujah. Um, our prayers to work. In Jesus' name. Um, so, so, so those are the four points I wanted to share with us today. And encourage you that with those, if you practice fasting and praying, as you pray, your prayers will not be hindered. Because fasting humbles you, fasting brings you closer to God, fasting allows God to lead you. You don't lean on your own understanding, but you lean on God's understanding. He directs your path. Listen, Psalm 105, verse said, That work is in light onto my feet, in the length of my path. So when you fast in a prayer, Listen, the word of God, God just guide you. He showed you life. When you eat darkness, the Bible says, His word is a lift onto your feet and the light to your path. Hallelujah. So fasting will lighten your path. And when your path is lighting, you pray. And then fasting brings you freedom. So we'll have the ability when I'm humble, when I'm closer to God, when God is leading me everything I do, the devil cannot hold me back. Let's stay on our feet. Hallelujah. I want us to pray. I got two prayer points. But the, 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 the second prayer point has some babies. 
right? So that, so, 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 so the second one got some babies, right? But then the, the first one, the first prayer I want us to pray is from Jeremiah the three three. Look, believers, you know, you need to get angry with the devil. You understand the thing that the devil can do to you. Or his play for you, you're not, you're not taking easy with him. The devil needs not to be taken easy with. Hallelujah. So I want you to pray. From Jeremiah 33, 3, where he said, Call to me, and I will answer you and tell you the great and unsearchable things that you do not know. I want you to lift your voice and pray. Ask God, say, God, show me the secret things of my life. The secret battles. Those secret battles, you don't know. God, lift your voice today and ask God to show you the secret of your life. So that you can take hold of it, so that you can rise up and take hold of those secret things and pray against it in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you today, oh God. Lord, we pray. I pray, oh God, may you show me the secret of my life, the secret things, oh God, of my life, the secret things of my family, the secret things of my church. Oh God, reveal it to us. Reveal it to me, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Reveal it to my life. Reveal it, reveal it, reveal it in the name of Jesus that we may take hold of God of the powers of darkness that we may rise up and take authority in your name in the mighty name of Jesus. You pray, you pray, you no. I want you to pray. Let your voice sound like a like, 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 like thunder and lightning here today. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Say thank you, Lord, for reviewing the secret of my life. And I don't know the accessible things that I don't have answers for. Thank you, God, for reviewing them to me. Before the end of this week, before the end of this week, that I may write off and take hold of it in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. So that the prayer, the second prayer point I want us to pray. And again, the scripture, Psalms 126, I mean 121 verse 6. The Bible says the sun will not smite you by day, neither the moon by night. Hallelujah. And in Job 38, verses 12 to 13, it says, have you commanded the mornings since your days began and, and caused the dawn to know its place? The dawn, what, what brings dawn? The sun, right? When the sun comes out, then the place gets bright. The day approaches. When the moon comes out, there is night. Hallelujah. So the scripture says, have you commanded your day? That means, have you commanded the sun to work for you? Have you commanded the sun to cancel the evil place that have been perpetrated? In it against your life, hallelujah. In verse 13 says that it might not take hold of the ends of the earth, and that the wicked be shaking out of it. So we got the power to shake out every wickedness that wickedness that is going on in the, in, in the day, hallelujah. That has been played in the night. Let me tell you something. When we sleep in, the devil, though the devil knows the scripture more than some more than a lot of us. The devil knows he knows everything. Evil people can program things in the sun for your life. And when you get up, once you walk under the sun, that thing can affect you if you're not in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. Or they can program things in the moon for you when you go to bed. It will affect you once you sleep, once the moon comes up, or once the sun rises. But I want us to pray today, commanding every 
evil that has been programmed in the soul against your destiny, against your children, against your life. Pray, destroy them today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Declare that it will not prosper. Declare it will not succeed in Jesus' name. Father, we love our voices tonight. We pray. Every evil, every satanic operation that has been programmed against us in the sun, in the moon, in the stars, we command it not to take effect in the name of Jesus. We destroy in Jesus' name. Hey, she called a let your voice and pray this afternoon. Get angry with the devil. Get angry with him for blocking your solution. Get angry with him for causing you to go into what you're going through right now. Hallelujah. It's not God's plan. God does not get you evil. Hallelujah. So let up your voice and pray against the powers of darkness. Every evil perpetrated in the atmosphere, in the moon, in the fire, in the sun, against our land, against the stretch, it will not prosper. It will not prosper. It will not prosper in the name of Jesus. Every evil in my family, it will not prosper in the name of Jesus. Jesus. In a mighty name of Jesus. In a mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Before I tell you about, I'm going to make some declarations. Amen. Amen. Just say in Jesus' name at the end of that declaration. Amen. I declare that every elemental forces will forces will, will refuse to cooperate with your enemies. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every, every forces contrary to the purpose of God for your life. Contrary to the purpose of God for this church, it will not cooperate, but the sun will not cooperate with it. The moon will not cooperate with it. The star will not cooperate with it. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak today unto the sun, unto the moon, unto the star. You will not smite me in my family by day nor by night. In the mighty name of Jesus, neither this church in Jesus' mighty name. So now, I mean, this, this afternoon with this motto in the power that is, this, that is chanting incantation to capture your day or my day. It is motto in Jesus' name. 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 Yes, she can have a Sunday. Today we render law and war. Such incantation is satanic enchantment against your life, against your day, against your night. We render them not in void. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the victorious name of Jesus. Every satanic place against your life. Every satanic purpose against this church. Every satanic play against your family, against your children, whether in school or out of school, whether I work or out of work, to them we destroy it in the mighty name of Jesus. It shall not take hold. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today I retrieve. Retrieve your day from the powers of darkness today. Retrieve your night. Say, I retrieve my day. I retrieve my night from the powers of darkness. Operating against me. Whether in the day or in the night. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every battle in the heavens be won by angels on my behalf. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say, my father in heaven, let everything that you have not planned and proper for my life be destroyed, be destroyed, be uprooted, be uprooted in the mighty name of Jesus, in the victorious name of Jesus. Oh Lord, let the wicked be shaken out of my family. Let the wicked be shaken out of this church. Let the wicked be shaken out of my job. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the powerful name of Jesus. Awesome. As you are coming out today, or put every wickedness that has been targeted against this church. As the sun rises up at day, every wickedness that has been playing there against your life. Be uprooted in Jesus' name. Be uprooted in Jesus' name. Be uprooted in Jesus' name. Say today, I program blessings into the sun for my life. I program blessings into the moon, into the stars for my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the victorious name of Before you, let's say you don't get up before says don't say it because because this is what you get. You gotta get up at night before the sun comes up and declare some declarations. Hallelujah! Say awesome. As I rest it before you, cast out every evil program projected into you against and against my life by wicked powers, by satanic powers, in the mighty name of Victorious name of Jesus. Say, oh God, arise and uproot everything you are not planted in the heaviness that is working against me, that is working against my children, that is working against my church. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, let the wicked be shaken out of the ends of the earth. In the name of Jesus, awesome, as you come forth, uproot all the wickedness that has come against my life. In the victorious name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as we conclude, we thank you, O God, because as we have declared, your word says, when we decree a thing, it shall be established. And so what else we are declaring here this afternoon is established in heaven. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, I establish your power in this place, O oh God. We establish your authority in our lives. We establish your authority in our family. We establish your authority in this church. Lord, in your presence, satanic forces cannot withstand it. You said, Lord, where two or three gather, you are there. And we know in your presence, 
Mountains are melted like wax. We thank you, God, for melting situations, oh God. Those battles we've been praying for will have solution as we have heard your word. May it bring deliverance. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just lift your voices and thank God. Hallelujah. Lift your voices and thank God. Hallelujah. Hey, hey, we bless you, Lord. Thank you for your power. Father, we just thank you for what you 